subtle skills, big results. Welcome to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Ninja Selling Podcast. Garrett and Matt, as always, are here with you. And if you are new to this podcast, if somebody referred you to this and you're like, hey, this is cool, what is Ninja Selling? And if you're like, hey, this is not cool, that's okay too. There are other podcasts out there. But if you are curious about Ninja Selling and what this is all about, head over to ninjaselling.com. You can learn about the training that's done, the coaching that we do, where Garrett and I spend most of our time. And you can also go on Amazon and just buy the Ninja Selling book that Larry Kendall wrote and get the complete system right there. It's a great way to start learning that stuff. Now, if you want to surround yourself with people who are listening to the podcast, learning Ninja, applying Ninja, head over to Facebook and join our Facebook group, The Ninja Selling Podcast. Just first search for it. You'll find it. It's got over 11,500 people in there, so it's hard to miss. Fastest growing community in the universe, as I like to say, because it's true. Facts. 99% of statistics are true. So <laughs> anyway. Now you're going down a black hole. <laughs> yeah, now, now, now I'm losing it. But welcome, everybody. It's great for you to be here. Garrett, good morning to you, sir. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm great. Feeling good. Sun shining. It's a little chilly. Kind of like last little bit of winter before we move into warmer times. Yeah, we supposedly have sun coming this direction, but I haven't seen it yet. So I'm I'm ready for it. Yeah. I need a little vitamin D. I'm glad that you guys got some wet weather. That's good for California. It's certainly not a bad thing. We got it for sure. Well, we got a um interesting topic here today and this this came in somebody had wrote to ninja selling actually this this is not an uncommon i don't want to make it sound like this is super common but this is something that comes up a lot in this industry in general which is that you know got into real estate because wanted to build this different type of life wanted to have more fun and it's just turned into this kind of job that we don't really want to do. Not excited to wake up and do it. Clients call, emails come in, and we're just like, oh, gosh. I think it's funny. It turned into a job. Uh, yep. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess it always was a job. <laughs> yeah. But I, I mean, a job that we don't like to do, something we're not excited about, right? And I can relate to that. There were there were times in in my career in finance where I'd like be in the car, driving to the office, and I'm just like, gosh, what am I doing? It is six o'clock in the morning. I don't want to do this. And I still did, right? And people in real estate showing up every day, not really excited to be there, which is hard in a people business, Garrett, because like that energy comes through and can become this really tough cycle of having a challenging business because, I mean... If you're working in a customer service, client-facing industry, like clients don't want to hang out with somebody who's not excited about doing what they're doing, even if they're good at it too. That's that's another really tough point is like, even when you're really good at it, sometimes it can feel like that. So, But there is a way to turn it around sometimes. Well, I think we need to get a perspective on this because there's lots of jobs you can have in this world. And you know, you know, let's just for fun, just start off with like working at a packaging plant. Your job is to put these pieces into these boxes. That's what your job is. They're going to come down the conveyor belt. You throw them in the box. And guess what? You're going to come in tomorrow and you're going to do the exact same thing. And by the way, you could look back probably three years of working at the packaging plant on that same packaging line, taking all those items and putting them into the box. And your job's always going to be the same. 
There's no emotional stuff you're probably dealing with. It's just come in, get the job done, move along, move on to the next thing. There's no change that goes on. You're, it's just the same thing over and over and over again, but it's consistent. You'll get paid. You go home at the end of the day, do it over again. Real estate's an interesting thing is that it's this always changing business. Uh, you look at marketplaces over the last 10 years and anybody who's been in the business for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you can sit back and be like, was it the same as it was at this point? Was it the same as it was at this point? And it's always adapting. It's always moving. It's never the same thing over and over and over again. Now, with that comes in a lot of variables that come into play that can all of a sudden make you go, this isn't fun anymore. This isn't what I remembered it to be when I first got into this business. This wasn't what I built my my dreams around. It's a different animal now. I'm not enjoying it quite as much. And there's a lot of people that then go, this is not fulfilling for me anymore. I've lost the vision. I've lost the path of what this business was going to be. And they start going, well, maybe I need to go and bounce out and go to a different career, find something new that fulfills me even more. And this, Matt, I think this is where this kind of question came up mm-hmm. that was you know, given into Ninja Selling, which was like, what do you do when you find yourself in that path that you're going like, this isn't what I want to be doing anymore. I'm not liking what I'm doing in- anymore. I will say this is also what makes real estate be this, this industry that you can make a lot of money in. You know, we lose sight of that sometimes that it's like people go like, oh, realtors make so much money. This is not always an easy business. This is a stressful business and you can easily take on a lot of emotion from other people and you're going through very hard times of people's lives and changes that are going on, which is why at certain points you need to make certain amount of money to be like, this is worth it and I can see past all these things. It's a really interesting industry, but it that's where I think a lot of this stuff can come up, Matt, for people. And I don't know if you see it the same way. Yeah, I do. I mean, you know, we talk about being a step-down transformer in Ninja. And if you think about it, energy cannot be created nor, nor destroyed. And so when you step down that energy that you're taking in from your clients, other agents, and all this stuff, we got to do something with that energy. And it's hard to process that sometimes. It's hard, you know, whether it's blown off and in, you know, just steam that comes out your ears or or you're getting extra workouts in or or it could be impacting other areas of your life, which is what we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And this is a challenge of being in in this space. And I think the other side of it too, Garrett, is we often see other agents just having so much fun talking about how much they love their business. And I, I do want to say like there's a lot of people who are in real estate who are good at it, really good at it who enjoy it, but also know that it's not their final destination. Like It is a means for providing cash flow. They do still make sure that they're putting in more value than they're taking in payment and all those things, but they have bigger goals of what they want to do beyond real estate. But because they have that vision and that why, it also helps them then do this job at a really good way without feeling unfulfilled in a way. right? And I think that's part of this too is if you are in a space where you're feeling unfulfilled by real estate, where it's, oh gosh, I can't, I don't, I just can't get up and do this again. Like, let's take a moment and take a step back and and build the bigger vision, right? Because maybe real estate isn't going to be the end all be all for you. However, it could be a really amazing 10, 15, 20 year career that fuels 
something else incredible that you've been really wanting to do. And another job may not be able to do that. It might be easier to do another job, but it may not be able to help you reach some other goal. And so, Garrett, those are some other things I see with this. And I know there's no easy answer here. We also need to look at, I think, a lot of people that are in that moment of like, this isn't fulfilling to me or I'm not enjoying this. It looks like, as you said, it looks like other people are having so much fun selling real estate. One, we got to remember, we're watching everybody's highlight reel. Yeah. When you go on Facebook, when you go on Instagram, when you go in all these areas and you're just like, oh my gosh, it looks like everybody's having so much fun. You talking about being the step-down transformer is a really interesting piece to bring into this because you're right. That energy has to go somewhere. It has to be stored up somewhere so it doesn't get transferred onto the next person. And that can wear on people a fair amount. Some of the best real estate agents I know, some of the best ninjas I know that from the outside, people are like, man, they've got it all put together as coaches, Matt. We get to see behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. We get to have those people that that look like they've got it all figured out come to us going, I am not having fun. I am burnt out. I am stressed out. I am freaking out. I am that I one of my favorite things to tell people is I love telling you you're special, unique, and different than everybody else, but you're not in this case. Like this is something a lot of people deal with. A lot of people hit these walls and they burn themselves out and they struggle through this. And we as coaches, Matt, get that chance to step back and say, let's let's step back. Let's figure out how we can fix this energy. Let's refocus on the things that make this business fun for you. Make this be something that is your vehicle that's going to allow you to get to everything you want. Find the love in it. And if we can't find the love in it, we got to figure out a new path. But I find for most people, you just need to kind of refocus your energy, find the right places to put that energy and all of a sudden you fire it back up and you're like, okay, I'm ready to go. Let's get back at this. I think it's one of the things I love about coaching people is finding, like deconstructing that and figuring out what's going on and what's really happening there. Because it is a very fine line that can cause someone to go, I'm out. I don't enjoy this anymore. I'm doing something completely different. I'm leaving this industry. If they can't figure out kind of the puzzle piece there, of like what is it that's making this so miserable for me? A lot of it, and this is where I started this off, is when there is this change happening all the time, when year to year, it's a completely different business you're doing. Some people thrive in that environment because it's always a different game. We're always trying to learning and adjusting and growing. And there's some people that thrive off having the security of, I understand this. I know how it works. I know it's going to work the same way next year. I know it's going to work the same year after that. And when it doesn't, it breaks them out. Yeah. That's why a lot of people, 2004, five, and six, when they got in the business and all of a sudden everything switched and went on its head, a lot of those people went, ah, I have no idea what this is and I'm out. This scares me. I don't know how to work in this marketplace and I'm gone. Same thing of what just recently happened these last couple of years. Totally different markets, totally different situation, but same type of run of like easy business, easy business, put homes on the market. They turn around and sell with multiple offers. What do you mean we didn't get multiple offers? What do you mean it's sitting on the market? What's going on here? And you watch people blow out. They're like, I don't get it. I don't understand this business anymore. And they run for the hills. We're expecting to see it right now. We're just starting to see that flow. Yeah. A lot of that I think is can be misunderstood as unfulfilled. I think a lot of it is also just a change of the game. Yeah. And and I think, you know, thinking about the job aspect of this too is, you know, it is a job. It is. And 
we did an episode on this too. That the challenge with this job is no one's going to fire you. Brokerages don't fire agents. They just kind of let them stop doing business and eventually fire themselves. Put them out to pasture. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and I think people who are in quote unfulfilling jobs, but still do them, it's like, how do they find the energy to do it? It's like, well, there is a downside. If they don't show up, they get fired. Yeah. No one's going to call you and be like, hey, Garrett, you didn't show up for real estate today. Right. Unless it's a client who's expecting you to do something. But those are the moments that real estate agents typically don't miss. Like, I don't, particularly none in the ninja world, like, they're not missing a listing appointment because, like, man, I just, I feel like not going to work today. It's the, I don't feel like making calls today. I don't feel like writing notes today. And this is where discipline has to come in in some level. And we, we've done an episode on this too. Jocko Willink is famous for talking about discipline over motivation. Um, I listened to a podcast with him recently where he was like, I wake up plenty of days unmotivated. I wake up days where I don't want to do it. I don't want to get up. But my discipline has built up to overcome that motivation. And so one thing I've seen agents do, Garrett, who are in this situation is find a way to build discipline outside of real estate. Find something that's, you know, whether it's with your fitness or a hobby or something that you can develop some type of programmatic discipline around where you're showing up every day to do some things with it. That can then carry over and like, you know what, let me show up and do my morning routine. Let me show up and do my customer service calls and write some notes. And they may not be great the first time you show up when you're not motivated and the energy's not there. That's okay. You're starting to build those discipline muscles that are going to allow you to show up the next day because ultimately, I, I do find too, once you start seeing some success in it, once you start seeing some results, like the transactions are coming in, all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm kind of fulfilled. Like it may not be fulfilling that like big part, like that thing I want to do long term, but like, now that I see some cash flow coming in, I'm feeling happier. It's like, cool. Then we can take some space to build that bigger vision, which then will just compound on the discipline. So that's a tool that I've seen, Garrett. I mean, are there other things that you've seen people do to help kind of overcome those challenges? I think the fulfillment of, of real estate, everybody's driven by different things. And there's some people that are driven by money. There's some people who are driven by helping others. And there's lots of other variations in there. There's lots of people knowing that they're fulfilled by their job because it allows them to travel the world and that's what their passion and their love and their interest is. You know, when it comes to real estate, the ones that I find that find the most fulfillment long-term in this is the ones that get around the helping people. Because at a certain point, you make enough money. For most of us, Money usually is a survival tactic. It allows us to do what we want to do. It allows us to make sure we have a roof over our head. It allows us to make sure we have clothes. But at some point, there's enough money to take care of that stuff. And I find for a lot of people that that can be a breakdown point where it's all of a sudden getting the the energy to show up and to be better and to grow. Uh, it kind of gets this like, I'm just showing up and going through the motions. I know how to sell real estate. I know how to make good money at it. And I'm just showing up and I'm doing the same darn thing over and over and over again. And unless you can re kind of sculpt what the energy and the vision is around what you're doing every single day, it just turns into this monotonous grind. And so I think for me, it's like getting people to step back and realize what this vehicle is that can get them to where they want to go. What bigger do they want to have in their life? What do they want to grow to become? Are they there? And I think that that for me is one that you can all of a sudden find the fulfillment of realizing where this is getting you to. What's it helping you grow? 
I know for some people, like we take like investment properties and the minute they realize that it's like, okay, it's not about just making more money. Like every single dollar I make now helps me put an investment property in place that's going to be a passive income that's going to allow me to be retired sooner, or it's going to allow me to have a certain level of income coming in that I just don't have to worry about this anymore. All of a sudden, they start putting that together. And it's not just about showing up and making money. It's not just about showing up and working. There's a bigger vision around this now. That's usually what it needs to be kind of sculpted back into. But again, long-term, Matt, when I find that people really figure out, and this kind of works naturally with Ninja, when it's about helping people have the best life they can have, maneuver through the changes that they've got in their life and helping them get from point A to point B, if you can find the satisfaction in that, this business is very, very fulfilling. You know, watching somebody who's in a, a state that they don't want to be in and helping them get to a place where their life can be better. If you can figure that stuff out as your motivation, I mean, this job will give and give and give all day long. <laughs> I have um the Toby Keith song in my head, I want to talk about me kind <laughs> of going through here because you're right. And this is one of the the challenging things because if you can shift and shift the focus off of ourselves. Because whenever we're thinking, I'm unfulfilled, I'm unhappy, these are important things we got to focus on. Don't get me wrong. These are very, very important, and I don't want to look over them. However, if temporarily we can just say, hey, how do I just shift my focus to the other people and the opportunity to serve and the opportunity to create wealth for my family, the opportunity to create an exit strategy for myself that will allow me to show up better for the other people around me? If we can shift that focus... because I think the other part of this is that feeling of unfulfilling lack of motivation is probably going to come up somewhere else too. It's probably going to come up in another job. It's probably going to come up in a different type of career, a different industry. Use the opportunity now to build the tools for yourself to handle that. It's hard. And if you need more help, I will encourage people like find, find help. Find somebody you can talk to and confide in to really work through some things because that's also very important. We want to be strong mentally and physically in this industry because your health is extremely important. And this is an aspect of that. But shifting that focus, Garrett, as you said, to like, let me think about other people. And it's not a, I'm just going to buckle down and grind for, you know, a few years. However, that's, that's part of it right? There is an element of showing up and doing the work. But when I say grind, I'm not talking about, you don't have to go in and put in 16-hour days and all that kind of stuff. That's the beauty of you finding Ninja. I mean, there is a system that works that that has the off-ramp for you. As Larry said, right? One of the hardest things in building the group was convincing a bunch of millionaires to show up for work Yep, because the system works. Well, Matt, you made a, an interesting point here also about like if you're unfulfilled in this job, going and working in another job, you're probably going to carry that with you. That is usually a focus situation going on about, am I focusing on the things I don't like about what's currently going on in this world right now? Or am I focusing on the things that I do like that's going on in this world right now? And you can very easily, well, one of our favorite sayings, what you focus on expands. You can watch it happen in relationships where you're in a relationship with somebody and all of a sudden, all we're focusing on is the things that are pissing us off about this person, all the things that annoy us. And you focus on it, you focus on it, you focus on it. You're like, ah, I hate this person. 
then it's like all of a sudden it's like, but what did you, what do you like about the person? What do you, what intrigues you about them? What are the things that make, you know, you get great energy off that person around? It's funny. It's amazing what you can find when you change your focus on it. So in your business, it's very easy to have a bad transaction and go, I don't think I like this business. Mm -hmm. And I've watched people that are really good realtors have one sideways transaction and they're like, I don't think this is the industry for me anymore. And it's like, wait, hold on. What are you choosing to focus on right now? Let's take a step back. And this is where I think coaching, Matt, is is so it's why I've done this for, you know, gosh, coming up on almost crazy amount of time, 18, 20 years, roundabout. It's an interesting thing when you watch and go like, well, of course you're not enjoying this because you're focusing on all these things of it. What do you like about this business? And you reach, you re-channel that energy in this different direction. Real estate, I think, is actually one of the most fulfilling jobs and industries that you can be in. The things and the gifts that we're able to give to people are, I don't know if you can find that in most industries. The level and the depth you get to get into the nuts and bolts of people's lives and helping them fulfill their dreams. Like we are in this incredible spot here that if you are finding this unfulfilling, probably focusing on the wrong aspects of what this business is able to deliver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. And I'll leave everybody with one other thing, which is we haven't touched on this, but gratitude is a big part of this too. And I think if you lean into gratitude, you'll be able to detach from the negative um, you'll be able to recenter yourself on on what you're grateful for in this moment, even though that's that's not complacency. It may not be what you want right now, long term, but it's like, hey, I can be grateful for this. I can be grateful for the opportunity to be a real estate agent right now in a time where people need trusted advisors. I can be grateful for you know being in an industry that by default of appreciation, you know, average income goes up. Mm-hmm. It can be grateful for a lot of things. And then that's going to lead you down the path, whatever that path might be for you long-term, whether it is a long career in real estate or a short stint to bridge the gap until you find the dream job or the dream career. But leaning into that and using this as a vehicle to get you to where you want to be can be such an incredible thing. So I would lean into some gratitude as well. I think that's always, always helpful. Well, I like this topic, Matt. This is an interesting one because, again, as and this is the reason I started this off by all the different phases that you go through in real estate. This is a unique job. It's always changing, always adapting, always evolving. And again, if you focus on the right stuff, it can be incredibly fulfilling. So, Matt, I, I appreciate you bringing this topic up, and I know this came out of a out of an email, I believe, that was sent to Ninja a little while back. And so, I'm really uh, whoever wrote it. I you might know the name of it who sent it in, but. Thank you so much for sending that our way. This was a great topic for us to kick down the road. And uh, yeah, if you want to learn more about what we're doing here, go check out ninjaselling.com. You can also check us out on our Facebook group, which is the Ninja Selling Podcast. Just search that in your search bar under Facebook. And if you want to learn more about our coaching program and what we're doing there, uh, come check us out. We've got a lot of great coaches. The topic that we talked about today is one that I know our coaches at some point in time go down with almost everybody that they're working with and talking them off the ledge, trying to refocus your energy, focus on the right stuff. This is very common. So um, yeah, thanks for uh, spending time with us today. Matt, thanks for uh, hanging out with me also. Yeah. Thank you, Garrett. And thank you everybody for tuning in and have an amazing day. Grateful for y'all and we'll catch you on the next one. If you enjoyed today's episode and would like more, 
visit us at the ninjasellingpodcast.com. There you will also find links for more information about ninja selling and coaching. Have an incredible day.